gorgeous and welcome to Titty Talk the podcast. I'm your host Cass Maynard and I want to get to the bottom of everything up top. I'm all about helping women feel more confident and connected to their feminine flow. So join me as we explore everything from implants, explants, body image, femininity, self-esteem and self-love. If you've got titties or know someone who has, then you're going to love these intimate conversations. Ladies, you are going to love my chat with the gorgeous Bruna today. She is a 26-year-old Brazilian curve model who lives in Sydney. Now, we talk about how she got into the plus-size modeling industry and how it is working next to size 6 models, her body confidence and insecurities, and of course, her titties. She has a love-hate relationship with them and underwent surgery to reduce and lift them about 7 years ago. So strap in and enjoy the chat. Bruna, welcome to Titty Talk. I am so excited to have this chat with you and thank you for taking the time out today to talk through all things titties and more. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. As I mentioned before, it's a take on my bucket list now. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you. And you are just the most beautiful human. Like I love watching your journey on Instagram and everything you share with your followers. And that's why I I really wanted to get you on this podcast. So I would love to jump straight into who was Bruna growing up and were you always so confident? Well, here we go. Um, First of all, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, I mean, I post my whole life on Instagram. So it's very easy for me, you know, to be on camera and things like that. Um, but well, I'm from a very small town in Brazil, um, near to Sao Paulo city that the one everyone knows. Um, so yeah, I grew up dancing and doing all these, you know, like, um, performances and things like that. So I was always a little bit extra. So I grew up like that. So it's always like been easy for me to, you know, like show what I'm feeling or talk or be in camera as well. Um, and when you say being confident, this is when I kind of step back and I'm like, I never heard this word before. Like even in Portuguese, you just, you just leave your life basically. And I don't know, like, as I say, like people ask me about confidence and stuff. I'm like, you just, you just can't think about it. You just can't think about it. You can't, you, you need to leave your life. If you stop to think about what people are saying, you're going to avoid doing so many things. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's just being yourself and just put that, you know, bikini and go to the beach. And, um, today I was in the gym with my, you know, top and legging and no shirt and people just look at you. They're like, oh, wow. Yeah. What she's doing that. She doesn't even have the body for that. And I'm like, I don't need to have the body for that. I just, I'm just hot and I'm the gym and this is how it's going to (laughs) be. But that is so beautiful. Like that is the way that we should all be living, like not judging ourselves or criticizing ourselves because it's in our head, you know, Mm -hmm. like if people are judging us, that's their own shit. Like (laughs) it shouldn't have anything to do with us, but it's us. So, you know, that self-judgment and criticism and comparison. And obviously you didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. as intensely as others have which is awesome and that's yeah. obviously your parents and your upbringing and mm-hmm. the culture of where you grew up which is yeah, so absolutely yeah. yeah we do have this thing that you know we have carnival and 
when you go on the street, you're just literally wearing anything, whatever you feel comfortable in, because you're going to be sweating. You're going to be dancing. No one wants to look and be like, oh my God, look, you know, her dress or anything. It's like, poor you if you look at, you know, look at people <laughs> because you won't be yeah. enjoying. And this is, I think, it helped me a lot because, um, as I said, it's a small town. Like, you know, everybody, you know, that people are always going to say something. And I grew up, um, I've always been overweight. Um, so uh, I don't know, for me, it's something that I was like, well, if I want, I can change that. Um, I know that nowadays there's a lot of things, you know, going on when we talk about um, people overweight. So when I speak for myself, um, I know if I go to the gym, if I go on a diet, I, I will lose weight. But I'm happy this way. I love eating. I love eating sweets. I love having my snacks. Me too. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm overweight. Let, let me check this. Let me see if everything's okay. I would go in the gym, you know, like a couple of times or three times a week. I would do my treadmill and I'll be like, yeah, fabulous. Let's go back, you know, let's step back, take care of my health, make sure I'm healthy as well. And um, yeah, and enjoy. Um, I never stop eating anything, to be honest. Like I always always like to have my little chocolate after my dinner and but you just need to be careful with the portions you know my mom always um she was always um you know careful when with portions I eat or if I eat too much she was all because we have this in our genetic you know what I mean this is the first thing I mentioned I was like it's hard to compare myself because my genetics not like that I will never look like a size six model never even if I want it it's it's very hard so you just accept yourself and you know make sure you're healthy and, and that's it but you are just so comfortable in your own skin that's that's yeah. what's so beautiful about you and you can see that you just radiate and you're mm-hmm. so magnetic because of that yeah. um so how did you get into modeling like how did that all come about um it was a very funny story um I'm going to try to um uh, like make it shorter but um I started back home when I was 15 I was very young and you know, when mom thinks you're beautiful and she put you in a model agency, you know, you're going to do it. And I was like, oh, mom, okay. Like, I've, I've never done this before. Um, and I did for a while and I work like twice a year, maybe. You have, you hear all the promises the agency tells you when, you know, you're going to work here, you're going to do this and that. And I never took as um, a profession, to be honest, because I knew it, because I was from a small city, you need to drive at least an hour away to the closest city where everything happened. I'm from a countryside. So whatever you want to do, you need to drive at least an hour. You know what I mean? So it's something I need to depend on my mom. Um, every casting I had, I need to go. She needs to even like leave work earlier. So I, I didn't think that was fair. Um and most of the jobs I did, I didn't get paid for it. And we leave the agency late or the locations late. So I was like, oh, this is not working and you need to pay, you know, the fee and everything. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And I start with my Instagram. So I start my Instagram on 2013 and I start doing hair tutorials. So I place my phone like in a window like this. I put a tape and I'll be like, yeah, that's it. We have a good light in here. I was doing my uni. Uh, I did TV, so I had a bit of notion in editing and how to talk in the camera. Um, I thought I did had a, a notion, but um, yeah. So teaching people, I remember back there, videos were like fifteen seconds. So how I'm gonna teach someone how to do a, a hairstyle in fifteen seconds? It was impossible. Most of them could barely understand. But um, this is how I grew my followers, 
and they're like oh you know you should have a YouTube channel and then I kind of changed a little bit so YouTube you had more time to talk and show people so I grew up my YouTube channel like that as well um, and then I start looking at myself in the camera and I'm like, oh, I'm going to start taking some photos. And I start having brands um, sending me stuff for hair. And they're like, oh, you know, I have this, um, this hair piece if you want to try. So it start slowly like this. So let's, let's say I start with social media, first of all. Um, and then in my city, there are like, you know, this um, sunglasses store, like, a, you know, sell glasses and uh, or even clothes store as well. So they're like, oh, you know, we need to um, take photos and we need someone in your size. Do you want to do it? We can give you some clothes for free. Uh, or most of them are unpaid. They just paid for lunch, which I was pretty happy <laughs> with it. And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, great. Let's do it. So I do have some photos. I was even on my Facebook yesterday, like photos back in, you know, 2014, modeling, full blonde hair. Um, so all of them was like, you know, just friends or uh, you know what I mean like it's, it's their city you should support them um and then most of the stores I had like a massive photo of me or even an outdoor um in the middle of the city like there's a, my city there's just one roundabout that's right in the middle of the city and I had like the the outdoor right there billboard yeah oh, yeah no, sorry wow. yeah billboard is how you say it here yeah. um oh yeah by the way English is my first language so I'm, I must I mentioned that so you're gonna have a no uh, you... wrong words um <laughs> yeah so uh yeah we have the billboard you know just that massive billboard my photo and my mom just taking photo and super proud and yeah so this is how I start modeling just doing by myself and when I came in here certainly so, anyway, I finished uni so I had more things you know to think about it wasn't for fun anymore I need to see uh to think what I want for my career what I want to do I start working a tv as well so I did one year and a half um like internship and then I worked there for a while as well and again and then everything happened uh just when I came to Sydney when I came to Australia there was like a last minute decision literally in six months I, I was like yep yeah, yeah let's do it let's go to Sydney see what, what's going on um and then yeah I started modeling 2000 end of 2018 yeah here so I did you know like a lot of um how you say restaurant I work as a cleaner I did everything until I get comfortable enough to start working with hair here that was something that I knew how to do but I wasn't professional on it because I never started for it. it was just something that um came naturally so I was like let's use this to make money um and then you know everything happened and I met this photographer and she was like so ev actually everything happened let's come back a bit uh, I went to do um a client in a hotel with a friend of mine she's a makeup artist five in the morning and I was I was I almost didn't accept that I was like oh no too early I'm, I'm not doing it but she was my you know best friend I was like no let's do it and when we rock up there it was a hotel and the girls were doing like a tv segment and I was doing their hair my friend was doing their makeup and I was talking to Jess one of the models and she was like oh you know I have this photographer we're going to Bali and I was doing her hair I was like oh yeah amazing that's good on you and I mentioned about my Instagram and things you know I do with hair and everything she showed my um, Instagram to the photographer Rachel that's one of my best friends now 
and she she was like oh you know I'm gonna send to her she'll see what she thinks if one day if we shoot here in Sydney she you know you might end up uh shooting with us and I was like oh okay great you know good to meet you good luck today and then next day I got a message from Jess saying would you consider going to Bali with us uh Rachel is doing her um own label her own plus size label and she's a photographer so she just need a model and I was in shock. I was looking at my phone like, are you joking? Bali, I was like, I met you <laughs> yesterday. I never met the photographer. Oh. And you invite me to go to Bali. What do you mean? I was like, I don't even know where Bali is, you know, in the map. I was like, I have no idea. Anyway, and then I talked to my partner and he was like, well, you know, make sure you know this person. And anyway, long story short, I, I had one meeting with them. And yeah, I made it to Bali and we shoot the first campaign there. And she was like, let me take some photos of you. You take to the agency. And I was like, oh, here we go again. I've seen this, you know, movie before. I don't know if I want to do this again. And she was like, no, he might be different. Just try, um, see how it goes. It might, you know, you might get something. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I was very like, I wasn't considering much uh, because I was, you know, in a good position, a hair salon here as well. So I was taking as a um, second option, let's say. And um, yeah, these I went to two agencies in Sydney. And for one, I was very short. They barely look at me. They just said, oh, no, you, you're way too short for to work on in this industry. I'm 163. So I'm, I kind of understood. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough, you know, whatever. Um, and then the second agency, that's Bella Management that I am now, with uh she they just got me straight away they're like yeah here we go this is the contract and I was like oh, really you're uh, in yeah so of course you know until the um the brands start getting to know you uh it's a bit harder you're like you know I'm from another country I speak another language my English is a bit you know broken it's um it's a big step you know for so but because I put in my head that um that happened to me before and I didn't have a good experience I just took it easy you know I was like oh let's see how it goes not no drama and then this is when the, the casting started happening and I was like oh okay this is what casting is like I've been in one casting back home and here I was going every week but most of them I don't know if I was um I wasn't confident enough or I was freaking out because you know it's a totally different atmosphere um, I need to speak English a bit more as well. So I was like, oh, my God, way too much. And then I did a few test shoots. So test shoot is when um, they don't pay you, but you're going to get the photos um, to, you know, for your portfolio. The photographers mm. need the model. So it's like um, you're kind of, you know, uh, good for all of them. And this is when I did my first uh, shoot. And I got booked uh, with this brand for half day. My first time was like my only job of the month and I was so happy. I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to take. Um, I don't even know what to talk about, you know what I mean, or how to behave, how to pose. I had no idea how to pose. I remember just sitting there and watching the girls and I'm like, oh, my God, no, that's, yeah, that's it. That's, I, I can't run away. <laughs> so that, this how <laughs> You gotta yeah, do it. Exactly. And then I was doing then they were so lovely. They they guide me, you know, through like, oh, Bruno, relax. Don't need to smile too much. Don't need to, you know, do too posy. So you need to understand what the brand wants. And most of them, they just tell you what they want. So they guide you, which is amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And what a story yeah. in terms of 
you, you weren't attached to it. That's the big yeah, thing. I think exactly. you know, a lot of people get so attached to something and that's all they want. And if it fails, then it's like everything falls to shit. Yeah. But for you, it's just happened so naturally and organically. Like it, it was meant to happen. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Can we just talk yeah. about plus size model? Mm-hmm. Like to me, I really don't like the term plus size model model like why is it not just where you know you're all models yeah I I agree that part like I don't know how do you feel like does that trigger you in any way or Um, does it bring up anything I mean people like to name things so um I don't know to be honest like I know I look different than then but I think because it's a new thing it's a new industry um I feel there's a lot to change still. There's a lot to, you know, improve. Uh, but I think it's a, it's a way that they separate or, you know, what they want. I would call <laughs> real model, let's say, you know, let me like, you know what I mean? Because even the, um, I went to do this client once, you feel sometimes you're just there because they need to tick their plus size box, you know what I mean? Like on a brand. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, well, okay. Like sometimes they brands flew me to Melbourne to shoot a campaign and they shot for you know two outfits what the the straight model like they're doing a couple um with the family let's say and they shot the whole day and I was just sitting there and watch like I don't complain you know what I mean I got paid for that it's my job it doesn't matter but they could shoot you know yeah yeah Yeah. and I I do that I feel like it is definitely brands are moving in the right direction mm-hmm. but I feel like it is that tick in the box it's not actually yeah. because they want it. it's because society you know it's because we're pushing for it mm-hmm. or their consumers are pushing for it yeah. which yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done and mm-hmm. for me it's like it goes from okay you're a size six to eight or you're a plus size like what about the in-between there just should be no what am I trying to say? There should be no comparison between anyone. We're all, yeah. you know, everyone's a model. Everyone can be a model. If you want to be a model, you be a model. <laughs> because- Everyone, exactly. So this, I read this once. They said people wants to see themselves in, you know, in that brand. They want to see their size. They want to yeah. see someone with their body shape. Even yesterday, I was on my Instagram and this lady commented, like, "Oh my god, I love this model. I love the way um, the dresses fit her. We have the same uh, body shape." And I even commented, I was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it. She was like, oh, my God, you are the model. That's um, and, and we start, like, talking, like, having a chat in the comments of the photo. And um, But anyway, you know what I mean? Like, it's so cool when people can see themselves when they're like, oh, yes, this might fit me because the model has exactly the same shape. And, mm. um, yeah, so um, it, it's very hard when you say, you know, things in this industry because, First of all, I, sometimes I don't know how to express myself in English the way I want. But mm. so that's why you need to be very careful. But as I said, I'm, that's what I'm here for. That's why I'm working so much to, you know, and I love the brands I work because I like when they give the attention. I even, I love working for plus size brands as well because, you know, the, everything it's about you, it's for you, it's for your body shape. But there's a long way to go, but at least we had some some change, which is amazing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. very true. <laughs> and okay, we're gonna talk about your titties now. Yes, <laughs> so we are on titty talk. So the question is, do you love your titties? 
Well, uh, my tears and I, we are love and hate story <laughs> because I do love them. But when I'm in my period, I feel like cutting them off. Like I feel like cutting them, you know what I mean? It's just like way too much to deal with. I just hate everything. I hate everything I wear. But if I'm in a shirt and I'm wearing a dress that has like a little V-cut, I love them. If I'm in a swim in swimwear, I love them. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. the, you have that time of the month that you just hate everything about yourself, and I include my big titties on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's on but the I list. Do, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. And you you've actually had a reduction. I did, yes. Yeah, and it was how many years ago? Was that five or? Uh, I think it was so oh, good math now. Um, it was 2013. So okay. it's been seven years now. Seven years, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was very interesting, um, and very exciting as well. I was excited, like from beginning to end, like I, I couldn't even think like, oh my God, it's a surgery. They're going to cut half of my boobs off. You know, I'll be sleeping all the time. So I don't care. I just want to open my eyes and see my small titties. That's what I want. Um, yeah. So we had this, we went to this, um, amazing plastic surgery in, in Brazil and she did a couple of my cousins so they're sisters and one of them had a reduction one of them put implant which is very weird because right. my mom's side yeah my mom's side has you know they are very um they have the same you know body structure as me and big boobs so most of all my aunties they had big boobs when they were younger um so we went to her and she was like you know you, you're having back problem and I was very young we knew that in the future would be very hard for me to deal with. You know, I wasn't happy and we knew there was genetic, but at the same time I wasn't following, you know, I, I, as I said, I always ate a lot. Um, so I knew that part of that was because I never had um, a healthy, you know, um, relationship with food. Um, I grew up going to doctors. My mom always took me to doctors. I took, uh, you know, like pills to lose weight I lost weight. I lost like over 12 kilos when I was younger. I was in, yeah, high school. Um, but then I stopped them because they became, um, I think, harder to get in the pharmacy. You need to go to the doctor to do it. And then you need to go through a lot of exams. And I did one when the treadmill, what my heart couldn't do anymore. So she cut my medication and then I lost, I my, my weight came back again. And I got double, like a, you know, double weight. Uh, so yeah, it was amazing. I was, you know, fitting a size, um, let's say 12, 10, 12. That for me was very, very small. Um, but then as soon as she cut my medication, I couldn't do anymore. Like they just, you know, came back everything again because that medication, um, it would cut my feeling, you know, my feeling hungry. I could, you know, have less meal per day. It, it was crazy. It was crazy, but yeah, it was and that the boobs, I knew that when, when I lost weight, I lost a, a bit of boob as well, but I still had the, you know, the size, the size was still there. So we were like, oh, okay, so you, you lost a bit of weight, your boob's still there, and there's nothing we can do. But, so, like, we can, we need to do surgery to fix your back. And it's ridiculous, but health insurance doesn't cover um, breast reduction, mm-hmm. which is, like, it's not something that you ask for it. You know what I mean? It's yeah yeah it's it's uncomfortable like it's, it's uncomfortable. heavy it's yeah back problems and shoulder problems yeah because you know I was in high school when my boobs were like so big and I couldn't you know do 
the activities I want to when I grew up dancing. So for me, I always noticed that my um, outfits when I was dancing was different from the other girls. You know what I mean? So it's like little things that I was like, oh, you know, what if I didn't have big boobs? How would it be? Um, and yeah, so anyway, we went to the doctor. We got um, everything done. She did my uh, a lot of blood exams and stuff. And yeah, I got it done and it was amazing. I remember crying when I woke up. Uh, the surgery took a bit longer because my left was a bit bigger than my right. So we need to redo it uh, on the same, you know, same time. And uh, yeah, basically that what happened. And I dropped, because I had a reduction in lifting, it didn't change much the size of it, but it, was, it wasn't heavier as it used to be if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, because I mean? like, they were lifted and, yeah. Exactly. So they were still fuller, but they wasn't, like, almost touching my belly bottom, if it makes sense, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Know, I was still wearing the same um, and I always had very small back, very small waist, so the boobs always looked massive. So they just made a little bit smaller. Um, and I remember trying my first strapless top and I was like, fuck yes, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was a good experience. And with the surgery, all went well. The recovery, yeah, how was that? Everything went fine. Um, I was on the medication most of the time, so I didn't feel any pain. I can't remember feeling pain. The, I think the only day I felt pain was when I went to get my stitches removed. That was like I saw, you know, stars, the whole universe. I remember it was so painful. Um, but that's it. And then the recovery was like just look, when you're laying down, I think is when you stretch a little bit your skin but you know you just keep the pillow behind your back and yeah and after three months I was back dancing and doing everything yeah that's so great and I think a lot of women are afraid to to actually go through with a surgery mm-hmm. surgery for one because it's a risk mm-hmm. to the recovery what will they look like and also just it's an identity. You, yeah. You've had your boobs for all your life and then, oh, they're gone. They're gone. I <laughs> remember people were like, what? Where, where, where did they yeah. go? I was like, how long are you now? <laughs> I just took them for <laughs> for a long trip and with without a return <laughs> tickets, <laughs> basically. Never coming back. Never coming back. And what, what advice would you give to girls that are considering a reduction or a lift, either or or both? Um, I would say if you have time, if you have, you know, the courage to do it, just do it. Just do it because the doctors, they've been doing this for ages. So, you know, for years and years and they have experience in that. So if you can do it, it you know what I mean? We we have risks. Like we wake up, if we cross the road, you, you're you taking a big risk. So surgery, it's like, of course, um, the older you, you become, it's it's a bit harder, the, the recovery. But it's it's just something you need to be careful. You be careful, you follow the instructions, you take the medication on time. And, um, yeah, it, it, it will change your life, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's the key. It's If it's on your mind and you're thinking about it and it's something that bothers you and really upsets mm-hmm. you and that you can do something to change it. And, of course, if you've got the, the money and the time mm-hmm. and the – Yeah, I remember when, um, when we went to the doctor – they said that they they wouldn't cover the health insurance wouldn't cover because my back wasn't fucked up enough to get um to get covered so my back needs to be like like a nest to be like oh yeah she might be in pain okay we might accept that 
You know what I mean? Oh, I was like, scary. No, it's not about the calling. It's about the pain. Like I remember in the middle of like school, I need to call my mom because my back was hurting. Like I, I couldn't stand on a chair and watch a full day at school. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like little things like this. It's, it's about your, your daily, like your daily basis that you feel pain. It's not about, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And who knows how my, my colon was. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you've had them removed and they look amazing. (laughs) And so, Bruna, do you have any, like, what would you say is your biggest insecurity with anything to do with yourself? Well, uh, I mean, I would say my weight because I've always been, you know, overweighted, but overweight. And um, I try many times, you know, go on a diet. But, of course, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, Bruna um I feel like I'm lazy I'm a lazy type of person of a plus person let's say because um I feel like if I go on a diet if I eat properly I will lose weight you know what I mean it's so my weight has always been my insecurity because um as I say when I was dancing I could see which one was me or if I'm you know trying a new dress sometimes doesn't look the way I want it and then I step back and I'm like, Bruna, come on, you need to do something. You need to wake up early and you need to do exercise. Um, you need to move. You need to move your fat ass. You need to do something to yourself because my family has um, uh, like heart problems. It's, it's in, it, it will happen to me. I just need to make sure I'm healthy now. When if I can take this lifestyle when I become older, there's less chance. There is a chance. It's in my genetic, but I can avoid that as long as I take care, you know, of myself. And, mm. um, and of course, like, as uh, when I was younger, like after the surgery, I was very happy, but um, I never knew, but I wasn't mentally well. So my first, you know, place to go and find help was eating, find, you know, relief was eating. And as I mentioned that after your surgery, you need to have um, health, you know, balance a diet to make sure you don't eat because, part of our boobs are fat, are fat. And there's a gland that produces milk and the rest is all fat. So if you don't gain weight in your hips, then you go to somewhere else. And my case was my my boobs. And of course I got them um, a bit bigger again, but it's not comparing to the way it was before because as I said, I had the, the lifting. So that hold a bit more. Um, I was near to, you know, 100 kilos when I was younger and I, I never knew about it like I was I, I don't know it was about my relationship or was about my family as well there's a lot of going on and I remember I had decisions to make I was in my last year of uni and I never knew if I told you that I never knew what mental health was like be anxious or understand that this is you know something that I need to treat myself I, I had no idea I just understood what anxiety was when I got here because I had mm. no idea so I never knew that because was everything going on I was eating everything I, I would see in front of me and that what happened that it's you know I gained weight everything is stressed I lost a lot of hair when I moved here as well um, I used to have like such a thick blonde hair and now it's like you know what I mean I could barely barely put in a pony it wasn't growing my shoulder max is what that was growing um yeah so when I moved here everything happened and then I feel my boobs got bigger because of that because 
I was eating everything I could. <laughs> uh, but now that, you know, I'm 26 now, so I know the metabolism is not the same. Um, as a, Again, I'm speaking this for myself uh, as Bruna. Um, I want to see, I, lo- I like to look in my photos and like them, you know what I mean, because they're my portfolio. And it's not because I'm plus size, I will tell that I can eat everything. I want to eat something. I want to eat um, things that are good for my body. I become, I became vegan. No, well, I won't say I'm vegan. I'll say I'm following a plant-based diet because um, <laughs> sometimes this gives me a last minute, you know, I need to eat like a little chocolate. Sometimes they are not vegan, but 95% of my week is a plant-based diet and that changed my life. Like even at the gym, I could barely walk, you know, run ten, five minutes or walk for 10 minutes. Uh, even as I said, the, medic- the I mentioned before the medication, they cut my medication because my heart couldn't um, keep up. So, so imagine I was I was like twelve, thirteen. I was very, very young, and now I can run forty minutes easy because yeah, girl. Yeah, you know, and I, was, I remember the first day I did. I was watching Grey's Anatomy on my phone. I was just running, 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 and then Grey's Anatomy episodes are like forty-five minutes, you know. And then they finished and I, I was still running and I was like, this is fucking awesome. And this is when I noticed that it might be my plant-based diet, my me just waking up and, you know, doing something. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like that. Mm. Oh, that's great, babe. Yeah, it's a very, as I said, my, my TDs and I's a love and hate stories and <laughs> yeah I have you know my genetic as well like inverted nipples so there's there's a lot of going on but I do love them I do love them <laughs> working with my cycle has completely transformed my life and I want to help you do the same I've created a free mini course, Move With Your Cycle, that will introduce you to my signature method on how to tap into your feminine power, activate your flirty feels, and unleash your biggest, brightest self. You'll learn how to work with your body rather than against it, match your workouts to each phase of your cycle, support healthy hormones, and tune in and nurture your inner queen. All details can be found in the show notes, and I'll see you online. Oh, okay. I love that. You love them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what about, I mean, we were talking about, you were talking about your mental health and mindset before. What kind of, do you have any advice to to give to women that are struggling with their body image or feeling confident or comparing themselves to others? Absolutely. Um, First of all, now we have Instagram and TikTok and everything that if you are not stable mentally, you lose pretty quick. You lose. I am in a stage that I can step back and say, okay, I'm never going to look like her. I'm never going to look like her. Even if I pay the most expensive plastic surgeon, pray for the most powerful God, that would never happen. That would never happen. So first of all, you need to understand that. And second, you need to make sure you're healthy. If you're healthy and you're 85 kilos like me, that's that's absolutely fine. You know what I mean? Just make sure, like when I have my my anxiety attack, like if I have an important job to do or even for the podcast, I'm like, oh, my God, I'll be talking for one hour in English. 
people will be, you know, in podcasts when you can listen very close and it's very, you know, uh, um, relaxing. And I'll be like, oh my God, me with my broken English, it's going to be terrible. Oh, and I was like, English has been great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Like, if I know, if I notice I said something wrong, I keep going or I come back and correct, but it doesn't matter. I feel like this is how you learn. Um, but I don't know, keep yourself busy or, or if you're not busy, take your time to relax, go for a walk. You just go there, just go by yourself, put like some, uh, like just beats that I have this one on my, my Spotify. That's very good. And you relax, pray. I, I like to pray a lot. I like to be, you know, say how grateful I am for everything that happened to me and that helped me. Or there's many YouTube videos about meditation that you can do. Um, it's just look what you make to feel good about it and never compare yourself to social media girls never that's why I feel like it's my job to post photo of myself um like without any editing without anything because this is who I am and I know that there's girls out there they they're insecure and they see photos of me and all the girls and all the models as well and they're like oh fuck she she has her belly out Okay, that's cool. Oh, she has, you know, stretch marks on the side. I do have stretch marks on my boobs. And I'm putting photo of me and I'm like, hell yeah, this is, you know, this is who I am. This is um, what happened through my life and, and, and that's it. Yeah, great advice. And I think what you were saying before as well about that slowing down, relaxing, and what I'm really big on is helping women slow down, tune into themselves again and really mm-hmm. connect with themselves because when you can connect with yourself – that's when you truly are living. You yeah. know, you're not comparing to outside or you're not thinking you need to get that external fix to make yourself feel better or mm-hmm. it's all on the inside it's and being hard. grateful for the things you have and, and doing things that light you up, like you mm-hmm. were saying, you know, having that chat with your family or going for a bike ride, something that really makes you feel good. You know, mm-hmm. get out of that negative stuff, that like looking at Instagram, looking at TikTok, unfollow those people that make you feel like shit I work in social media so for me I'm looking at that like every day you know what I mean it's and for me I'm I'm, sometimes I'm gonna go I hate TikTok but when when you notice you're just scrolling non-stop and you're recording videos dancing you're like ah what what am I doing and I start (laughs) doing that and sometimes I record my videos I was like fuck me this is ridiculous this is, you know, hard. But I was like, oh, you know, I have, I never see anyone with my body shape dancing like that. So I'm gonna post it, you know, things like that. And people think because we work with social media, they always see us, you know, in the high heels or makeup done. We 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 are like this 24 hours. And no, there's a day. Christmas for me is the worst time of the year because it's, you know, my family is big. My family is so big. And Christmas for us was like the most important time of the year. And you have, you know, your 20 plus cousins coming over and everyone get together. And he, I'm by myself. I do have my partner, but mentally talking, I'm by myself. You know what I mean? Like having that that noise on Christmas and everyone, you know, Brazilian, we have, you're very loud, by the way. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, it was, it was it's very hard. And then we have New Year's Eve. We have my dad's birthday on November, and then December we have Christmas. January used to be my grandma's, you know, my grandma's um, birthday. She passed away a while ago. Uh, and then we have Carnival. 
So we have this, you know, at least three, four months of party hard. And then suddenly I'm here by myself. So I'm, it's, well, it's my fourth year here in Sydney and I still cry every single Christmas. My parents doesn't know, but I do cry a lot when I call them. They think, you know, I'm happy, yeah. uh, I'm drunk or anything. No, I'm crying because I miss them so much. And uh, as I mentioned, because, you you know, you work with social media, it's hard. Like I do have my very, very down days where I don't leave my bedroom for a couple of days. I don't leave. Like if I have, if I know I have two days off, if you know my period's coming, everything's happened or I'm not mentally well, I literally like lock myself in a bedroom for two days I order pasta for an Uber Eats I have every every food it's it's sometimes I literally step back I was like what's going on and I feel I just need that time I need to be by myself I need to cry as much as I can I, I will watch you know Twilight I'll be watching Hilary Duff movies and crying and and then even my partner he knocked on the door he's like you okay and I'm like yes I just need this time and he understand because he has his problems as well um and we respect a lot each other, you know what I mean, like moment. <laughs> um, and he he understands. Sometimes he look at me, he was like, oh, are you in that time of the month or are you just not well? <laughs> you know, he already know. He already know. He's, he's very sweet. So, yeah, we do respect. We do give, give the space. He just knock on the door and say, you're okay? You're alive? All right. See ya. And I talk to him like literally two days later and it's it's all good and then people see you know your photo looking amazing in photo shoot and I'm like no it's not like that it's not like that it's a very you need to take your time absolutely you can't believe everything and that that's the same I try and be as real as I can on Instagram you know when I'm having my down times and I need space I need to be away I can't show up online Mm -hmm. I I can't when I feel like shit it's not genuine and people see the good stuff of course but then there are those days where you just you can't stop crying. You, mm-hmm. you know, you just need to be by yourself. You just need time alone. And that's okay. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's what people get. I think girls get so scared about. It's like, oh, am I going crazy? There's something wrong with me. Why do I need to do this? Like, no, no. you just have hormones and you're yeah. a woman and you need time and that's exactly. fine. Show your emotions. And, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, babe, it has been so lovely to speak to you. Honestly, you oh, are thank just you. such a of sunshine and it is so beautiful to see you sharing such an important message online and showing up as yourself and just being so confident and radiant in who you are so I think I'm trying I'm doing my best (laughs) so you are and I will share your Instagram handle with absolutely jump on and follow your amazing journey as well thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it Uh and it's good that I can I have you know this channel now to share what I think and tell people that it's okay it's okay not to be okay you know what I mean it's it's yeah it's fine and don't ever compare yourself to the girls out there and not even this Instagram live because they're not real they're not real yeah <laughs> yeah great advice <laughs> oh, beautiful girl thank you so much